a good shirt <laughs> the cantina is in us oh yeah i just that was just now that was just a late night thing mm-hmm. so before we get started i want to talk to you guys about something what's that man we got interviewed that's travis and i got interviewed two saturdays ago by this podcast from the east coast called thunder, thunder nerds super cool guys high energy show and if you want it behind the scenes director's cut into how travis and i <laughs> met how we got into design how our podcast started go give them a listen at thunder nerds yeah um it is ex- an explicit episode so fair warning yeah it's really good it was, we had a fun time i love their intro it's really fun <laughs> intro is really good they, I, I think the production of the show is actually actually like like recording it and then going back and listening to it and seeing how they handled everything. It was really, really fun to see. Yeah. It was really cool. I was surprised. I, I, uh, I showed my wife, Brittany and yeah. it was really funny. The <laughs> intro was really funny. We are Trav and Los. I am Los. To my left is Trav. And you Let's know, spell that with a T. <laughs> T-R <laughs> silent H. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're uh, we're best friends that talk about design, things that we're interested in, and sometimes we interview our heroes. Yeah. Recently, we uh, interviewed John Lax, and uh, Guy Kawasaki is also on the on the list, and Andy uh, Law. Andy Law. You know who Some I really want to stuff. interview? Who's that? Kanye West. I want good old Yeezy. You think on we my podcast? Imagine if we can get Yeezy on this podcast, dude. In the canteen, we could. I think. I call out the flip. <laughs> that bug just attacked me. I think I think we have a lot of value that we can extract from our boy Yeezy. Mm. He, dude, I was watching this discussion that he was having with this this college fashion design class. Uh-huh. And he was talking about his process, and and it was just like so many layers beyond what anybody could like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just like, he knows what he's doing. As like, a creator. Every, dude, he, he, everybody gives him this and gives him that. Come on, man. Come on. He knows what he's doing. And I'm a big fan, obviously, but come on. Come on. <laughs> um, so in this episode, I am hosting Travis's The Proxy. Yep. I'm and here for you guys. He, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about how to become a better visual designer. Oh. I wanted to ask myself this question is how can I become a better visual designer? Because I've been on paternity leave. I've been away from the craft for a while and I feel how long has it been a (laughs) month, two months. It's been, it's been a while, eight months going on six weeks, six weeks. Yes. And I feel slippage. I feel like my identity is slipping. Why haven't you made anything? Uh, because I made a new baby. Well, and I've been growing that baby mm, outside of the womb, mm, caring for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Taking care of a new baby is different than making a baby. Oh, I because you didn't make it. I half made it. You I, planted it. I planted it. She cultivated. She it. cultivated it. Yes. If you we're talking about babies. If you don't know how babies are made, I'm sorry that this is your first <laughs> time listening to it because that is like, not good. That was the worst <laughs> sex ed ever. <laughs> <laughs> Planted. 
I, that seed, though. That seed, though. All right, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm getting sweaty here. All right. <laughs> All right, first, let's get back to it. What is a visual designer? Travis? Oh, man. Um, a, vi- a visual spot, designer. Yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's hard because... I've been like What's hard? everything for <laughs> no babies tonight. Because <laughs> no. uh, I've been like everything for everyone for so long, it's hard to like for me to separate things. But generally, a, a visual designer is one who communicates visually, um, but with the goal of of uh, communicating ideas and expressing emotion and helping people to understand things right whereas like an interaction designer is helping people move through a product or Mm. helping them achieve their goal where a visual designer is more focused on what is the meaning of this um, graphic or what is the meaning of this color and and how does it relate to the rest of the system Mm, I like that that was on the top of my head man Mm. (laughs) good thing you don't have that much hair there (laughs) oh (laughs) he did it he He went there (laughs) let me tell you what I wrote down I I did not look it up what a visual designer is. I sure. Then go to Google. I try to create my own. This is what I wrong. put together. Could be wrong. A designer or a visual designer is someone who understands design principles and critically applies them to solve complex problems visually. Mm-hmm. It's a balance between craft and execution, yeah. starting and finishing. That's not wrong. I thought it might be wrong. It's not wrong. So the thing about here, here's the thing about when I was a cub, <laughs> it was like I'm a designer. Like it wasn't like I'm a graphic designer or an illustrator or a interaction designer or product designer or visual designer. It was like, you know, designer. Yeah. So like as the uh, ecosystem or as the marketplace gets more nuanced, we have these kind of like branching of ideas and specialization of ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and visual designer is, is one that's going to uh, hang more heavily on on using visuals to communicate and mm-hmm. to design experiences. Mm-hmm. So how do you become a better visual designer if you have a grasp of the basics? <clears throat> Let me ask you this question. Do you really have a gla- grasp of the basics though? Like really? Because I mean, I've been doing this for a decade and I feel like I don't. <laughs> Cause mm. like I, I, I look at like these, these dudes like Vim Crowell, who's like all about the grid and like, He's he, grasping. He knows. Like he <laughs> I feel like he was born with the grid and I'm and I merely adopted it. Look, I was born with the cantina in me. That's all I was <laughs> born with. The cantina in me. That's all I was born with. You know, like the, these dudes who who like are just like so strong on fundamentals and they've made careers, like famous careers on fundamentals and I'm like Yo. Yo. I'm not even there yet. Yo. Let me amend let me amend that and we'll keep this in the episode. Is so how do you become a better visual designer? Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so go to those fundamentals then. Go to those fundamentals. Go to those fundamentals. Like, let me ask you this. Do you use a grid? Do you do you know how to build your own grid? Do you understand the term typographic color? What does that mean? What does that mean to you? And, and, and if you say like, oh, you just changed the color of the font. No, no, <laughs> no, sir. You're doing it wrong. Go back to school. Uh, I'm what I'm saying is like the the fundamentals are so deep and they actually become uh you know pillars themselves on which like a whole career can be made. Mm. Here's my answer. <sighs> Mine is probably bad. No, so no, I, no, I love your answer and I'm I'm going to 
bring it back to your answer because it's a great All right. great segue to the next part. My answer is you must design with intentionality. Uh-huh. Okay, which means that when you are designing, your designs are based on solid design principles. Yeah. Research and attention to detail. You get good at asking yourself a set of questions while you design. That's the key right here is wh- the way that Travis answered was by asking you questions. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Which is which is the real answer here is that you get good at visual design and you get become better if you continuously get better at asking yourself a set of questions while you design. And I wrote down a list of some of the questions that I ask myself. Mm-hmm. And this is not an exhaustive, exhaustive list. Can, can I speak for a second about something that I've been writing about and it will be published tomorrow morning? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I call this, I call this uh, it, it's like a mental framework and it's like a, it's like a, a way to explore visual design. Oh, cool. Um, and I call it deep and wide. Deep and wide. Or do I call it wide and deep? I can't remember which one I call it. <laughs> they both will be good. Um, and I call it wide and deep. Okay. And uh, so, so what it is is when you're approaching a, a design problem, because that's what designers do, mm-hmm. uh, well, if you're a visual designer, you still have a problem that you're trying to answer visually. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing you want to do using this framework is is to go wide. And, and what wide means is like is like try to reach further out um, go go a little crazier. Uh, don't spend a lot of time fleshing out an idea. Just put an idea down. Mm-hmm. And um, oftentimes you'll do this like with with wireframing or something. But you can even you know you do this in like I do uh, like XD for me is so fast. Like it's yeah. almost at the speed of thought now. Like I can actually design as fast as like somebody can talk to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like like when you're designing wide, you go wide, stretch, and like in, you know just make another iteration. It doesn't cost a lot of money. If you want to see what it looks with the, with the types just a little bigger, that's okay. Just make another artboard and, and just change it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And make you know I have I have uh, documents that have hundreds of artboards. No, no. Just because how, I'm going wide. Not hundreds. How many? What is your largest file with iterations? Um, so I use XD and it's a lot faster than mm-hmm. Sketch. And I've noticed one of my files start to chug a little bit. And, and why it's got that? over 300 artboards. Over 300 artboards, which are different iterations. Yeah. You went wide. Different versions. Let me tell you, I don't think I've ever gone 300 iterations on anything <laughs> in my life. It's taken a while. Yeah. Like I've been working in this one document for maybe six months. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, like, but, but you don't, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like it's so fast and like, um, because like the thing is, you want to iterate wide. You want to go to the speed of thought. You know, like you just want to go, go make another version, make another version, make another version. Yeah. And like, if you think you're done, just make one more. Because why not? Yeah. What's your dog eating? Is it like a rabbit? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what he's eating. It looks like an. An-, he's look like he killed an animal. But he's go. He's going to town. Wow. Oh, he accomplished it. It's it? this toy. It's a toy? Okay, it's I thought toy. it was an, an animal. But listen, it's a toy that says it's unbreakable. He's had it for a year and a half. He, broke he it. finally broke it. Yeah. In the cantina. It says he's <laughs> dreams can happen. Dreams can happen. In the cantina. <laughs> All right, so after you've gone wide, um, take a take a step back and look, in, in, look at your favorite iterations. Pick one or two and go deep. Mm-hmm. And what d- going deep means is get real data put content in in there think about the corner cases mm-hmm. think about the context in which it lives think about um, all these things right like think about the reasons no and try to mold it try to sculpt something usable out of it mm-hmm. um, and and by um, iterating over this cycle of wide deep wide deep wide deep you can like get to a, a really good place and yeah. what's nice about the the framework of wide and deep is that when you're going wide, you don't have to worry about corner cases. You don't have to worry about somebody giving you a reason why it won't work. You're just going wide. Yeah. It gives you like a freedom. It gives yeah. you like a, a a way of like 
excusing um, mistakes and ex- yeah. excusing bad ideas, you know. And then Deep says like, okay, I'm I'm done focusing on craziness. So it it just takes the the jitteriness yeah. of creation out and says, I know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. That's really cool. So that's a uh, really important. And if you're listening, and you're just getting into design. It's a really important principle to practice is when you're designing something, what Travis said is iterate, 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 iterate for what, two, three hours before you go deep, before you pick two and then you go deep and think about the corner cases. Yeah. It's or a you, lot of work. Or you could do smaller iterations like, you know, iterate for 20 and then and then pick two and, and, and go deep. It's like, like make sure that that one version can handle all the different content types. Yeah. So for example, like um, I work on Google search mm-hmm. and like, does this idea can I can I put a video in it if somebody searches for a video what if the what if the result is an image what if the result is a link what if the result is um, a biography what if the result is like a book or Mm -hmm. something like that like can these different types of content fit into my design yeah and that's what I mean by going deep like grabbing like all these different examples of content that might go into this design Mm -hmm. I like that a lot I like it a lot it's something that I'm uh, I get back to work here in like four or five days mm-hmm. and on, on any of the projects that I'm going on, I'm, I'm, I'm doing an exceeded effort to go wide, wider than I've gone before. Go wide. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so impressive when you pull up a document and your managers can see like <laughs> that you're on artboard number 80. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> when all, when all of your peers are doing like four and five. Yeah. If you are a young designer and by young, I mean junior, you've designed your first or second thing and you design something and you bring it to a senior or a seasoned designer and ask for help or feedback, making it better. The way to get mentored is you're going to get asked a lot of questions about your design. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be told what is wrong. You're going to be asked a lot of questions and you better understand the reason behind a lot of these questions. For example, one of the questions I ask is, hey, what is what type hierarchy am I using? What is my type hierarchy? Like typographic hierarchy? Typographic hierarchy. Okay. And so if I were to see a design, I'd ask, and, and the typographic hierarchy wasn't apparent and it was all over the place, mm-hmm. the first thing I would ask would be, what type hi- typographic hierarchy are you using? Do mm-hmm. you understand what you're, what you're doing there? Yeah, again, you're pointing at a fundamental, and it's really easy to see. Like, if you see like a you know a, a design, a, a poster, or like an you know some album art or something, mm-hmm. and there's no hierarchy and everything is like out of whack, immediately it feels confusing, mm-hmm. and you don't see it a lot. But when you do see it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, how did this get through? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just went through. Yeah. Here's uh, here are some of the questions I ask, and you can add to it whenever you can. Yeah. I ask, uh, what patterns am I using? Mm-hmm. How, if I'm using patterns, which I'm likely, I likely am, how do these patterns compare to existing or established patterns? Mm-hmm. For example, what I'm doing right now, how does it compare to what others have done? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best practices. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, some other questions are, what are the margins I'm using? What are the paddings I'm using? Are there rules behind that? Mm-hmm. Why is it 50 pixels and not 10 pixels mm-hmm. between elements? Are my icons clear? You mean clear in meaning? Mm-hmm. Like, is your trash can a stop sign or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With my back button, you know, a ba- hand, a hand, back arrow, <laughs> an exclamation point with a circle, and it's red. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, are my icons clear? Does it make sense? Uh, how consistent are my design choices as I'm designing? Does everything on the design need to be there? Everything I've put on the screen, 
doesn't uh, need to be there. I like that because that speaks to editing, mm-hmm. and uh, editing is kind of like one of those those skills that we don't focus a lot on. We th- we focus a lot on making and making and making, but not a lot on like how okay now once we've thrown everything on the paper, how do we take away the unnecessary things? Ooh, that is so hard if you don't know how to do it. Let me give you an it's example. It's still hard. <laughs> Let me give you an example. I'm not good at it. Here's why. I was at a design offsite called uh-huh. Disrupt. Uh-huh. Where you disrupt an, an idea internally. And the goal was to come up with, I think, 293 ideas, some arbitrary number. We came up with like 402 ideas. Okay. And then the direction was to call those all down to 10 strong ideas. Uh-huh. To go from 400 to 10 ideas was one of the hardest things I've done because I liked a lot of the ideas. Oh, okay. Right. And so you have to edit, you have to edit and edit and edit and edit. And so it's, it's a hard thing to do. Were you the only editor? I, no, no. I feel like a, it gets more complicated with more voices. There were more voices. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot more voices. Some more questions is, is my spelling, grammar and punctuation correct? Oh, damn. Nothing kills <laughs> a great design. Yeah, then a misspelling. Like I, this is Travis's own words. I'm I've done. <laughs> I've I've messed it up so many times. <laughs> Trust me, I'm telling you from experience. <laughs> I'm not critiquing others. I'm telling you from my own hurtful past. Yep. What's the content strategy? Is another question. Right. Yeah. How does the flow of the page read? Okay. Kind of like F patterns we've talked about mm-hmm. at some uh, Adobe. Yeah, we talked about it this week. This week. It this week. Mm-hmm. And then if this were design, if this design were to translate to another platform, how would it look like? Right. Does right, it still okay. work? Yeah. Those are some questions and you need to get good at asking them as you're designing, as you're moving boxes. I guarantee you that while Travis is doing his 300 iteration or his on his 80th artboard, when he shows his manager, the managers don't have to ask him these questions. You're asking yourself these questions as you design. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff becomes intuitive after um, Mm -hmm. use and reuse, Mm -hmm. which is really important because I mean, can you imagine yourself asking this list of questions to yourself every time there, there comes a point where, um, the, how to use these things and and leverage these uh, different principles becomes intuitive. And that's really great because it allows you to ask other questions mm-hmm. which are which are critical and so and you have kind of a mix here you know like yeah. like typographic hierarchy should be really intuitive mm-hmm. but um you know what patterns am i using and how do they compare to existing ones is something you have to cognate on like pretty regularly like at google there's like you know obviously we use material and stuff mm-hmm. but like within that like what else have i seen how, how are people pushing it how can i reuse their patterns or extend them and that's a that's a very common thing that I'm constantly asking myself, um, you know, in the open. That's really cool, and it would be exhausting to ask you ask these questions every iteration. You know, have yeah. a, imagine having a list next to it. Yeah. yeah, and you and you go back and forth, and and yeah. also like what's interesting is that the list is like alive, right? So you yeah. you do something and you show it to somebody, and they go. Well, well, where's the, you know, where's the hierarchy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or whatever the, the case may be. Yeah. Um, the goal is to practice till it gets intuitive. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, recently picked up skateboarding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How's it going? It's going good. I can ollie. Nice. Three days I can ollie. <laughs> um, and the reason I started skateboarding is because I wanted to get some good at something that's analog. That is like not on the computer. <laughs> uh-huh. 
something I, <laughs> I'm just, you know, you kind of just get, ex- I, 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 I get exhausted of just always being on a device on a screen. Okay. I want to get good at something. Um, and for me there, there's a lot of value because I get to skate with my son, teach him something. My yeah, daughter that's pretty come. great. There's like a lot of stuff, uh, other than I get to exercise and, you know, do some cool tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason I'm bringing that up is that in learning to Ollie, I needed to first learn how to balance on the board. Well, yeah, okay. So I want to know like the whole process. Did you did you go to lynda.com? <laughs> no, no. There's 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 a book called Skateboarding Made Simple. Okay. An ebook. Okay. And uh, it's this guy that has a YouTube channel uh, called uh, Braille Skateboarding. B r a i l l e Skateboarding. And he's been sponsored by who knows who, but a lot of the, the sponsors, I guess. <laughs> and he has this funny YouTube series called. Uh, skate anything skate anything where people send in anything and he'll <laughs> skate it at a skate park <laughs> he's skated uh ipads glass skateboards 3d printed skateboards a nintendo like original nintendo so he like put trucks and wheels on it yeah he just puts trucks and wheels on it it's just like they send him anything and then he'll just put trucks and wheels on it and, he'll, oh, and that's he, funny. he and his crew will skate skateboard it and then they'll play a game of horse uh-huh. Or skate, uh-huh. and you, it's just fun to watch, right? <laughs> and so he he continuously says, "Hey, if you want to learn skateboarding, I have I started this exhaustive uh, book uh-huh. called uh, How to Skate or something like that, right?" Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I knew I know how to longboard, I know how to balance and everything, right? Yeah. But the first thing there, after you learn the basics and the fundamentals, is an ollie because an ollie, mm-hmm. if you know how to do it, builds it, you build upon it to do some crazy tricks, right? It's the it's the very basic. It's the very basic, and so the fundamental. The fundamental, and and it's not intuitive for me. I think of every step. I ask myself the question. So when I do an ollie, I have to pop the board back, uh-huh. right? And then when I pop it, I have to slide my foot up catch it on the other side lift my left foot uh-huh. and then land and balance it uh-huh. but i'm thinking about every step and when i see skateboarders do it it's a part of it it's an extension you're, it's you're, intuitive you're thinking of it right now yeah but like there's going to be a point where it becomes more intuitive like, right and it comes with practice right and so that's that's the segue here it's practice 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 show your work get feedback observe design in the world and form opinions about design understand what's good design, what's bad design, look at established design systems like material design and human interface guidelines, look at websites, apps, and the good work on Dribble and ask yourself, why is this working? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how you get good at visual design. <laughs> you practice. <laughs> and skateboard. You practice skateboard and ask yourself questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Is the cantina in you? Is the cantina? That's the first question you should that's ask That's the first question. You want to get good at visual design. <laughs> Um, so in late night's fashion, we like to read reviews from iTunes. Yeah, we do. And so here's my phone. I've picked it up with my right hand and we don't have any <laughs> reviews. Oh no. On iTunes. Oh. Today, however, from this, uh, guy named Antonio Wimmer mm-hmm. on Instagram, he sent me a direct message. Okay. And it's kind of a review. It's more of like a thank you. Okay. We'll read it. And we'll read it, and it's in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> so Travis. So. Oh yes, sp- I'll translate. But you'll translate it, okay? <laughs> I'll translate. I'll read about two sentences, then you translate. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. Los. Uh, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> Soy estudiante de diseño en la Universidad Rey Juan Carlos de Madrid. I saw you across the street in Madrid. <laughs> 
Hace una semana conseguí una internship en, and he says the company. I want to have an internship at your company. <laughs> Quería decirte que sin duda alguna no lo pude haber conseguido sin ti o Travis. I wish I was in the cantina with Travis. <laughs> Son una de mis mayores fuentes de inspiración. De verdad, te felicito por todo el gran tra trabajo que haces. Do you remember Daisy Fuentes from MTV <laughs> Beach in 2006? <laughs> Solo te quería dar las gracias por todo lo que hacen ustedes. Espero que siga siendo una persona brutal. I like quesadillas and something about a sparrow. <laughs> Además, estuve esta tarde buscando apps de productividad y di con una nueva que se llama Notion. Notion. Los, I am done with this. Let's, let's go on vacation together. That is my Notion. Estoy seguro que les parecería interesante y quizás les ayuden. Suerte. We will travel the vast oceans and I am swarthy. <laughs> That's it. Antonio, muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Muchas gracias, Antonio. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Uh, he pretty much said that he, he got an internship at a company. Yeah. And it's because of uh, listening to Travel Knows. Fantastic. And he's uh, extremely grateful and, and hopes that we continue doing what we're doing. Oh, swarthy. Swarthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been another late night with Travel Knows here in the cantina. And we will see you next week. 